0: This is the One Step Better Podcast. Helping small businesses make wins each and every week. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the One Step Better Podcast. I am Mike Schaefer. And with me this week, we have a very special guest or guests... I should say, uh, Clint and Jessica Nobles is are with us. Um, this is kind of a little bit of improv too. You guys had no clue that this was gonna happen whenever you woke up this morning, did you? <laughs>
1: that is very true, that is true. But thankfully we work pretty good on, hey, let's do this, I have an idea. That's kind of like her <laughs> motto in life. <laughs> (laughs) i have an idea
2: let's go for it (laughs) And then why
1: not right why not
0: so we got connected with you guys uh i don't know the entire story so you have to fill me in here but my understanding is so we we got connected at it was probably a home care conference in florida texas who knows where and uh somehow developed a relationship with our team and everything's kind of gone really well (laughs) between the two of us since then talk to me a little bit about your side of the story on how in the world you got connected to works
2: Yeah, so we actually connected um, in Orlando, Florida. We were at a business conference there together, and we were speaking, like presenting half-day conferences on the same day, and we're like, okay, we've got to like check out the competition, you know, let's see what we're up against. And we looked into Greg, and we connected before the conference and instantly just hit it off. Like his Mm -hmm. initiative, his drive, his ethics and integrity was very clear. And then at the conference it was like we've known them forever the entire team was incredible and since then just continuing to build that relationship because what you guys provide is truly a solution a solution that's needed Yeah, Um, and
1: more than just one area right which is is rare right in business so often we focus in on okay this is what my solution is but when you have a company like y'all's that has multiple levels of a solution it's fantastic. And so when you we were get, intrigued. When yeah. you get
2: to know the person more than just a service, it's really incredible. And having mm-hmm. that face, having that personality, um, was it made it not only memorable, but it's something that you can, you can tether yourself to and say, okay, whatever this team is a part of, I want to know more about. And we just continue to learn more about each other.
0: <laughs> oh, you're too kind. You're too kind. Uh, I, I know you're too kind because I know Greg really well. And uh, I'm telling you, he puts on a really good face for these things. So we have to give him a hard time. <laughs> Greg, uh, Greg and I were friends before he started working here. That's how we knew each other. And uh, whenever some opportunities to help out with, we were looking at getting into the HR side of services. Um, you know, he was definitely one of the first people. was Like, hey, you know what? This may make sense. And he is uh, he has done a phenomenal job of jumping in and really been a face in the home care space specifically for our organization. And uh, everybody we've talked to somehow for some reason says Greg is really good. And I just I don't
1: get it. It, it's, it. it's all about burst, right? You, you hit the burst, and then after they leave, you're good, right? Yeah. That's so, all they need. And
2: whenever you're backed by people like Maggie and Shelby, yeah. they yeah. really know how to make people look good. That's, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. it.
0: Everybody does a good job making Greg look good. Yeah, that's that's funny. Um, your background or your your company is, is called Home Care Ops, correct? Mm-hmm. Talk to me a little bit about what you guys do.
1: Well, at Home Care Ops, we help in-home care agency owners who feel trapped in daily operations take the profitable action steps to exit those daily operations, increase their recurring revenue, and really just get their life back. That's what we specialize in, bringing that solution to the table.
0: Do you, do you operate in both skilled and non-skilled home care? Do you do any uh, hospice or palliative care? What's the, what's the niche there?
2: So I I really like niching down into non-medical home care because that's what I am and always have been. I started my non-medical home care agency when I was 18. I've done it all my life. Oh, wow. So I'm very comfortable and familiar, and I know what works and what doesn't. Um, When it comes to hospice and palliative care and home health, the principles apply to all of those industries. But I really have a heart and passion for those owners in home care because I've been there. Um, With Clinton, he's an operational methodologist, like outside of home care, in home care. So he comes in when he starts giving principles, it works across any industry, like the Fortune 500 companies that worked in there. But when we began applying those principles, to the non-medical home care industry, it completely revolutionized the way we provided service and the way that we structured our own personal lives. It really,
1: it really was incredible because at the time, uh, you know, we come from having our own agency, right? So at the time, Jessica was the one in the business. She had the business and I was a corporate fixer. I would go in, you know, top (laughs) to bottom, you know, figure out operations for businesses and... Jess came to me and she was like, you know, we have started really growing, and, and you know, it's been several months in business they had started, and she was like, we, I'm going to have to hire somebody to handle operations, and I was like, guess what? <laughs> that's that's what I do. Wouldn't it be fantastic? She said it would be fantastic, right? So the next day I told her I was like, hey, guess what? I turned in my. Uh, resignation and, and, you know, at the end of this contract. It wasn't that fantastic.
2: <laughs> well, I was, I was just being the supportive wife, thinking it would never happen. And whenever he says we pray about it, oh, I'm thinking like, praying you know for weeks and months yeah. not like 24 yeah, hours later enough time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we did yeah. a lot of praying after that for sure lord help me lord yeah, help yeah, god's
1: me. telling me to pray more so <laughs> like we, yeah we're raised pentecostal praying takes a while <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you don't even start into grace lightly <laughs> oh goodness gracious but yeah so we i come over into the business and it was really an incredible journey right and and the learning curve from home care and what I had done in hospitality and, you know, in just regular corporate world, when I brought that over into home care, it was incredible to see the principles work. It was also more incredible to see her finally be like, they are actually working. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's where you get the affirmation, right? Yeah. So you started in this space when you were 18 years old. There's mm-hmm. got to be a story there.
2: Yeah. So I, I actually become the primary caregiver for my my grandmother and great-grandmother when I was 11 years old like went from public school to homeschool so I wow. could help take care of them and I was always kind of a caregiver and then whenever I turned um actually 17 I was like okay I've got to get a real job I started to nursing school and I was working part-time in the emergency room when an elderly couple come in there and they asked me to take care privately um, for the lady and i was like sure i'll do that and so by the time i was 18 so many people had said hey could you help take care of my loved one? can you help find someone as awesome as you are to help take care of my mother and um, then i started uh, a non-medical staffing home care agency and then i did that until we got married and then when i got married i moved from Uh, one state to the other, I couldn't take the business with me at the time, I become a franchise developer for larger home care agencies. And when I got ready to, you know, step out of corporate or semi-retire or be at home, I wanted to homeschool my kids. I'm like, I'll start my own business. And I should have known it was going to take a whole lot more work (laughs) than like a (laughs) part-time hobby. But we started the business in May. And by July, we had already cleared six figures in revenue, just you know two months later he come on three months later and by the end of the year we had a seven-figure business and so it just continued to grow from there and so here we are now
0: that's great it seems like in this space from the different people that we've been able to talk with is this is really either you're growing or you're gonna start to flatline and decline pretty quick so, what is it about this space that is so growth-oriented
1: so fun story <laughs> the truth is it actually, in that kind of concept that home care has, in that, oh, we always have to be growing, is where a lot of the danger lies for businesses. Because we get this, you know, oh, I got to grow. I always have to have clients, always got to get more of this, more of that. And we begin growing beyond what our consistent ability is. And that's really what we do in Home Care Ops. We help owners understand that it's not just about growing because at some point you outgrow your strength and stability, but it's actually about doing something that we call get good at one thing and become great at two. So if you think about growth, real growth and six as success, because instead of just growing, right, going up a mountain, if you think about growth as being success, it actually is more like stair steps than a curve. That's what you want in business. Everybody's has curves in their business up, down, up, down, that porpoising effect of growing, losing, right? What you're talking about. However, through consistent operations, if you really focus in on understanding how to make operations that linchpin of your business the gears that actually connect everything in your business through what we call experience-based operations once that happens you grow and then you maintain and get really good at the consistent success that you've had those quick wins repeated over and over again then it comes time to grow again so you grow again built on top of the excellence you've already created in your business so what happens is you wind up building and growing stronger than before. Reach your point, your your apex, right? Okay, here it is. Then you maintain and grow again. So at the end of the day, when you look back at your success, it's not up, down, up, down. It actually is about that continual, intentional actions and that's why i love with the marketing aspect in home care not just focusing on man we got it market but understanding build relationships grow build relationships grow it factors into everything you do
0: so as you're as you're talking with an agency owner uh, or operators that are kind of struggling with this idea of you know how fast can we grow what, what does growth look like how do we maintain that growth and Honestly, how do we support the growth that we've experienced? Um, do you find that there are some, maybe some uh, plateaus that they're hitting that's kind of standard across the board that you're experiencing with all operators of saying, look, we are able to get to this point, And then I don't know what to do from here. And what are some of those plateaus that you're trying to break the barriers on?
1: Well, from what I have seen in my experience, what happens in business is when you get to those plateaus, we think of them as a revenue so we'll think, oh, okay, I got, I got to, you know, I've hit this million. Now I got to do my next million. I got to do this, and so we start looking at our revenue dollars as the plateaus. What we teach owners, and when I have these set down conversations with my master operators, what we actually look at for understanding their plateau is where are they the most consistent and inconsistent? At what level? Because the plateau you're at is entirely based on your inconsistency the reason you're not growing beyond that and this good lord this is so true even in like personal growth and development if we're looking at and we're like oh man i want to do self-help i want to do this i want to you know i want to grow who i am personally where am i the most inconsistent when i start adjusting that and create true repeatable systems in my life that I want repeated not just things that happen over and over again but things that this is an outcome I want when we do that in our personal lives we pass every plateau the same holds true in business
2: yeah, and the, the, what I see in the difference between a successful business owner and a business owner that is always struggling is a lot of times the business owner that's always struggling, they are running their business from the standpoint of I am running my business on a wing, <laughs> a prayer, and passion. Like, I'm so passionate about what I'm doing. I'm so devoted. Like, I, the, I it's worth the sacrifice. And they serve from a point of sacrifice mm-hmm. to the point that not only are they sacrificing their own life and the, own, the a lot of times the reasons why they started the business, yeah. but they're also sacrificing the quality of service. And the difference, whenever they look at their their passion, they look at their reason why, and they say, okay, I'm going to look at this from a, a business standpoint, not a mission standpoint. And then it goes through the funnel of, Is this consistent? Is this helping me get to my end result? Am I making business decisions rather than emotional decisions? And I think it's really important to understand a lot of times we feel like our business is our baby. But if we look at our business as a business and say, hey, the more the more that I make the margins of my business, the more of my mission that I can actually achieve, the more impact that I can really make not only in my own life, but the entire community.
0: We start to see that not just in the home care space, but across the board with all the business owners that we deal with. Because you're absolutely right that I started a business for a reason. Sometimes that's just simply I'm a terrible employee and, you know, I have to do something different because nobody wants to hire me anymore. But most of the time it's because, you know what, I really have a passion about, you know, making cookies or baking cakes or serving others or whatever it is. And it turns into a lot of times I've grown that passion to a point where I'm going to outpace my own capacity as a Mm -hmm. leader and I need help. And that's where that's where we really have a lot of fun. One of our core values is passion for our purpose, which is our purpose is to help small business uh, owners win. And so when we get to get in, because we're all behind the scenes, back office, and so in our world, that's HR, finance, payroll, any administrative function that happens in your organization, we want to be able to have influence over. And so when we can start to connect the dots between, for that business owner to say, look, you wanted to go achieve whatever goal it is, but your infrastructure is never going to get you there, but here's some suggestions on things that you could change, do better, whatever that is those light bulb moments that like, that's what we love to do here. And it sounds a lot like what you guys are doing on the home care ops side of being able to help those agency owners come in and say, look, I really care about people and I wanna serve people and I wanna make a difference, but I also need some infrastructure in place so that I can actually accomplish my my vision, my mission, my goals.
2: Yes, I I love that. And I love that what you do is you make it possible. As a home care owner, I remember, I was always like, oh, whenever I, hire my employees. I want to give them a position where they feel validated, appreciated, where they can come here and truly grow. That was one of the things that was one of my core missions. It wasn't just to provide good service, but also to have a good culture and a good home yeah. for my employees. And I quickly learned that I could either struggle through trying to do it myself, and I would be struggling years later, or I could hire someone I could outsource that where I know that the back end of my business someone's taking care of it in their zone of genius so that I can do what I'm good at yeah that I can go out and interact with the people that I can give that consistency and we can't be all things like we grew our our business from nothing we literally had a three thousand dollar startup to a million dollar business a year later we can't do that alone yeah. we, we had to have people who they were in their zone of genius working for us in the background. We had to teach. We had to train. We had to coach our internal team, not only why we do this, but how we do it and why it's important that we do it the way we do it over and over again consistently.
1: Something that when we sat down with the owners and they're at that place, like we've talked about, that plateau mentality, or, you know, I really need to do this to achieve that. We take them through what we call our home care owners continuum. And we find out where they are in that continuum, because understanding that is incredible because that continuum begins with the purpose-driven owner, right? But then the next stage of that, which is built on that purpose, is all about team building. Then it goes to empire building, where you're spreading, you're growing. Your reach becomes so great because your impact, is so great right yeah and then it takes it beyond that even up to what we call our legacy entrepreneurs where now you're a mentor right but helping agency owners understand where they are in that continuum is vital and more importantly understanding that just because they're at a team builder or an empire builder doesn't mean they don't have the purpose yeah
2: I love that. And I don't want like for for those listening who think, Oh, gosh, that's home care. It's not home care specific. I mean, if you were working in a if you opened a restaurant or you opened up a cupcake shop, whatever it is, when you first start that business, you're usually very purpose driven. You have to be purpose driven along every um, aspect and every uh, tier of your journey. But you go from purpose-driven to, wait, I've got to have a team to support my growth. I've got to have a team so that I can enhance my impact, so I can enhance my influence. Yeah. Um, and I love, that's where you guys come in so well when it comes to team building. Because whenever you really have that structure for your team, you can go, you can be an empire builder. You can open up open multiple restaurants or multiple locations, multiple cupcake companies yeah. or home care, whatever it may yeah. be.
0: It's that's, like, that's so in line with us because... What are the first things that we try to identify any new client in the first meeting that we're having with us what are your goals mm-hmm. what are you trying to do because we do have some some people that come through our doors that are look I got a business that supports my lifestyle maybe I'm making you know a few hundred thousand dollars or you know decent money but I'm like that's my goal is to keep doing what I'm doing I'm not trying to expand into everywhere under the sun um, but I do want to make sure that all my stuff is good. I'm not really missing anything. Big picture, my compliance is taken care of. My tax returns getting filed. My employees are getting paid. You know, all the basic. They want the building blocks, and they're not interested anymore. And so early on, one of our struggles was, hey, that's really cool, Clint, but what if? What if we could get you to open that other location? And we had to learn over time that, hey, that's really cool, Clint. We can help you with that, mm-hmm. period, end of sentence. Yeah. Um, because that person... That has a very different goal than the guy that's trying to build the empire has very different needs. Mm -hmm. And so we're not necessarily going to talk about, all right, this is what your structure needs to look like um, in order to add 10 team members a month over the next 20 months or whatever it is, because... That's not, that's not anything of value to that person, but we will talk about, hey, talk to me about how cash is coming in the door and actually get into your bank account because that's what's important to them. And so the, the ability to kind of structure those conversations based on goals has to start with, what are you trying to accomplish as a business owner? And uh, uh, in, in the home care space, I would imagine that that is just as critical to make sure that you have a good understanding of what or where are you trying to go? This episode of One Step Better is brought to you by Works, a team of payroll and HR experts who help businesses with outsourced HR, payroll, and human capital management solutions. Works is software and service, combining awesome people with the best technology to help you and your team get one step better every day. Check out our website, Works.com, to explore more employer resources. Do you guys have agencies that you're working with that are those, I'm good with where things are and I don't need to do anything else. Are you, are you focused on trying to find the people that are really trying to exponentially blow this thing up?
2: Yeah, well, we have a good mix of, we, we have a good mix of both, actually several different types of owners. Um, and through our, our consulting, uh, we really, we, we focus on those who, are wanting to build and also exit daily operations at the same time. Um, But with Clint, Clint has his master operator program. It's for owners who are really between, you know, four and twenty million and they're they're wanting to go grow. Yeah. Empire builder, uh entrepreneur, like go, 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 go. And then we have some that just says, hey, I just want to be able to be proud of the business I've built and I want to feel like that I am operating my business, not that it's controlling me. Yeah. And then we have some that's just like give it to me. Marketing, marketing, marketing. Tell me how, <laughs> how to grow. I want to grow, I want to grow, I want to grow.
1: And understanding what exiting daily operations really means in business has been one of the things That I love talking to owners about because the moment you say exiting daily operations in any business, no matter what it is, the first thing they think is, oh, well, I'm selling it. I'm no longer there. But there's this beautiful thing that you can do when you understand experience-based operations that you can actually reduce your daily ops footprint. Your presence in your business can go down, but your influence can increase. So... You don't have to be there, right? So maybe you want to just mainline your business, keep it where it is, and that's great. But wouldn't it be great to keep your business where it is? From a fishing boat? Right? (laughs) Right? Wouldn't that be amazing? Like us
2: right now, we we have multi-state home care agencies. And we are currently in Memphis and May doing a barbecue championship. And on top of that, uh, we have over 7,000 home care owners under our consulting umbrella, and several hundred that we directly coach and consult. And that was all made possible by saying, hey, I I don't want to completely exit my business. I don't want to completely sell off my business, but I want to reduce my daily house footprint in the office and the operations itself. But I want to enhance my influence all the way through my yeah. business, so that I can run my business from wherever in the world, from whatever fishing boat or barbecue competition or you have cruise them on. That
0: flip of I'm going to run, I'm going to work on my business, not work in my business. Yeah, and that is, and that's, sometimes that's difficult, especially if you have been, you know, a one man show, which is probably a little bit different in the home care space and a lot of other businesses, but. To, to make that transition is, it can be difficult. We struggle, we've struggle. we struggled with that internally. Uh, of the, we have to get to the point where, you know what, I'm not clicking the buttons that have to be clicked. Instead, I'm helping teach and coach and develop the people that are clicking the buttons that have to be clicked. And and so we we that was probably an evolution that happened five or so years ago. And now we're at the point where, all right, I have to teach the people that are teaching the people to teach the people to click the button. You know, and it's just, you start to have, a, it's a different mindset. And the skill set, like you, I'm I'm an operator. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm in that integrator seat here, where it's whatever has to happen is gonna has is gonna rely on me to make sure it happens. And it is difficult to flip that switch between the I know I can do this, you know, ten times quicker than you, ten times better than you, um, the exact right way every time. But I'm not because I'm if I do, I'm gonna steal the opportunity to learn from you, and that is. That has been a transition that is really difficult in some areas. Some, some, like the stuff I don't want (laughs) to do, it's like, sweet. Thank you. But the stuff that I enjoy uh, with the book traction, it talks about, it's difficult to get rid of the things that you like to do and you're good at. And until you can wrap your head around that, that's going to have to happen. You have a
1: ceiling on your growth. You know how you wrap your head around it by recognizing that what you actually like about it is the outcome that happens yeah. right so um i may be the my finger may be the absolute perfect size to push this exact button but pushing that button isn't what actually lights my fire it's the impact on the other side of it as a business owner as a leader it we don't have to be the best at everything But as a leader, a true leader, what I call an action-based leader, we have to bring out the best in those around us. So in order to flip that switch and move from, man, I know I could do this 10 times faster, 10 times better, I'm so consistent at it, to understanding that what actually lights our fire is when that person gets 1% better. Then they get 1% better on top of that. Yeah, they're not doing it blazing speed, but you know what they are doing it? consistently and that not only will light your fire now but it will light it long after yeah. that button is pushed
0: that's the stuff that's repeatable it's systematizable and now you can actually start to grow mm-hmm. um, but until you can get to that point you're going to be limited that's what so our podcast it's not up here anymore it's the one step better podcast because we we want to help business leaders not get a hundred steps better mm-hmm. we want them to get one step better and the next step and then is. the next step is mm-hmm. it Our the logo for that it is a stair step because that's an absolute true thing we talk about a lot internally of we're not trying to go hockey curve you know straight up we're trying to go up and then we're going to perfect that and then mm-hmm. go up and perfect that that's a yeah it's a great a great way to put it. I appreciate you
1: saying that. Thank you. We call it, and the next step is. If you're in any of our coaching or anything, we always end with, and the next step is. And our people know exactly what that means. Yeah. All right. This is what we're doing.
2: Yeah. Well, as an, as an owner, there, there's always five actions. You're either going to be taking one or the other. It's learn, do, teaching, training, or coaching. You're either learning, you're doing, you're teaching, you're training, or you're coaching. Um, and then there's a step above that where you can go into mentoring. And I, so often with owners, they take oh, so much action, but they never really transition from the doing to the, the teaching, training, and coaching. And something that we really remind our people all the time is action leads to clarity, but you have to be willing to adapt. You have to be able to evaluate your action. Otherwise it feels like you're doing so much work, but you don't actually get that outcome you want. But action leads to clarity, clarity leads to consistency, and consistency leads to control. And in that control is where you find success in your business. And that that's something that is held true across every industry. With me always being in home care, but seeing him on the outskirts helping so many hospitality companies and, and restaurants and hotels, build to billion dollar industries, it's always been that action leads to clarity. So if you ever feel like you're stuck in the daily minutia, I'm always working, I'm always working, I'm always working and sacrificing, take a pause and say, Hey, am I clear on what my outcome and my my intent behind my actions actually are? And when you get that clarity, it's like a light bulb (laughs) and you're like, wait, I can consistently repeat what's working. And if it's not working, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm going to adapt it and evaluate it and make it better.
0: So that's really great and there's that one step above that we are sitting in the fishing boat and everything's running well
2: exactly. and you're not
0: on the phone or in the office and dealing with stuff in the daily uh operations so clint jessica i really appreciate you guys talking with us that has been some uh, just a lot of wisdom uh thank you guys and you're coming in town because you're it's memphis and may barbecue fest you're about to go and eat some good barbecue over the next few days <laughs> it's
1: gonna be fantastic it's i love barbecue amazing anybody that knows me Knows how much I love barbecue. Yeah, it's going to
2: be fun. We get the, the, like the behind-the-scenes. He's judging the barbecue competition, so it's, it's, it's yeah. even better than just being a part of it. <laughs> oh,
0: how do you get that gig? I want that gig. I want to go judge some barbecue. Do, that's, that's crap. That's good. That's, that's good. That's better. So, I, again, I appreciate you guys joining us. Tell our listeners where they could find you. Um, contact information if they have any follow-up questions.
1: Well, um, for me, you can find me on Facebook, Clint Nobles, pretty much anywhere clint nobles um or you can go to homecareops.com or the home care operators community on facebook as well
2: yeah we have a really large community of home care owners there and so and homecareops.com homecareops and jessica nobles whatever i'm very searchable very (laughs) Very findable findable.
0: that's awesome (laughs) again thank you guys for joining us i really appreciate it
1: absolutely it's been a wonderful pleasure
0: Thanks for listening to the One Step Better podcast. I'd really appreciate it if you would take some time to rate us five stars on your podcast player of choice and make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you never miss out on another episode. Thanks and have a great day.